Guys, what's going on and welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show. It sounds like I am a little bit quiet right now. It's because I'm in a very, um, I'm in one of those places where as people could probably hear my voice. So I'm kind of, um, let's just put it this way. I'm at the same place I was at on my ESL podcast yesterday. So there's a lot of different language schools around me right now. So anyways, it's not even about that. Today's about, the subject is about self-control. Okay, so... Self-control, this could be a part three, okay? Because I remember the last time I did self-control, things got a little bit crazy. Uh, But you know what? Today was another day where I had to really just take a step back and think about what was actually making me mad at that specific moment. So you guys are hearing this probably a day or two after. But what I want to hit home with today is the fact that I live in a country where they like putting so many things up against foreigners And trying to make problems for foreigners in terms of immigration. Now, okay, so when I was living in Australia, let's go to Australia real quick. When I enter the country, I immediately initiate my one-year visa, okay? I'm supposed to leave, of course, before the visa ends, okay? So 365 days, there are no reports to the government. Oh, you don't even know who the government is in Australia. And you're not a slave, okay? But here, they try nickeling and diming you any way they can. So I've had actually a number of problems with this specific place for such a long time. Um, even when I accidentally went outside without having this stupid re-entry permit. I came back and they were like, oh, medai, medai, medai. And they, this is the thing with Thai people. Their, fa- their four favorite phrases is my, meaning no, my me, don't have, medai, cannot, and... Uh, me'ow, which basically means no. So these four, these are the four favorite phrases in the entire Thai language. So dealing with these people is just like dealing with, I'm talking about some of the most evil, malicious, just full of vice with inside of their souls. I don't know why, but it is what it is. So today, what happened today? And you probably hear some kids in the background, but it's all good. So what happened today? Today, basically, I literally woke up early because I was supposed to do a podcast interview. And I ended up going all the way, commuting all the way to this place that takes about an hour and 45 minutes to get to, right? And then after that, once I get there, I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk in here. Once I walk in there, a girl, a lady already mentions what I mentioned to her before that. It was in terms of me changing my address. She's like, oh, uh, address? I was like, no, that was for my friend. I'm here just for a 30-day. So I hurry up and try turning it up on them. So then this, th- there's a disgusting bitch that I, I'm just going to call it how I see it. And you know what? She is so useless. I mean, we're talking some of the most useless beings on the planet. This is probably Air India type useless. So for you Indians out there who listen to me, this is Air India type useless. Okay, it doesn't matter what you say to those fools. They don't give a about what you say and they go straight to their phones here in Thailand. So basically, she was already very apprehensive when I first came to her, as she always is, because, again, well, let's just say she's a government worker. And then I go up to her. She says no. And then blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, medai. Again, that means cannot. She gives me throws two pieces of paper at me. I don't know what the shit says. And then she goes straight back to her phone. And then this other lady, you know, she she called me over kindly. And, you know, she talked to me saying, oh, well, and I showed them because there's a little piece of paper that I have to give them in terms of staying there, showing proof that I've been here. This dates back two years. And she's like, oh, no, you have to go back to your condominium and have this signed. And I'm like, what? 
you guys didn't have this two years ago. So this specific province is just outside of Bangkok. And this is where the majority of the corruption happens, period. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. And at that given moment, I'm like, okay, Arsenio, can you get mad? And if you get mad, what's going to happen? What are you going to do? You could go online. You could bitch about it. You could talk about this, this, that. We already know how these people are. We already know how this country is. So I actually took a step back and I said, okay, Arsenio, let's flick it on. Let's see what can we do right this second. What can we begin to change this all around? I was grateful. I was grateful because I realized that I was never, I am never, ever going to go back to that specific place ever again for as long as I live. I mean, can I be any less grateful than that? That's ridiculous. That is the best right there. Because given everything that I've gotten over that over that four-year period, living in that horrific province, I'm never going to go back and have to see those mother, those mother effers ever again. Okay, so that's already, I banished about 95% of my worry. Number two, I said, okay, Arsenio, well, they're not going to give me the 30-day extension, therefore I'm going to have to leave the country again. Now, is that a bad thing? No, no, it's not. If I actually say, oh, well, I have to go to Lyle tomorrow, that, that sounds ridiculous. Because a lot of you guys right now would be killing to act. You guys would kill somebody to even travel outside of your country, even travel outside of your city. So I'm not going to say, oh, well, I have to go to Vientiane next week because this happened. No, I'm saying, baby, I get to go back to Vientiane and, oh, my God, I get to see those wonderful human beings out there. Period. That's it. It's a really cheap flight, $100 round trip. Stay in a hotel, that's really cheap. They're going to pick me up at the hotel. They're going to drop me off the next day. And I'm going to come back to Thailand. That's it. History done. Not only that, I said, you know what? How can I even begin to banish more worry that's happening? Because I was like, oh, man, can I go to Malaysia? Can I get my paperwork? Can I get this? Boom. Next thing you know, the director called me. He's like, hey, Arsenio, so we need a couple things. And you're going to be set to go. And those two things aren't even needed for what I need. So honestly, all the paperwork is already finished. So I'm like, okay, perfect, bet. So basically, when I come back here, I'm going to get an extra 30 days, and probably at the beginning of July, I'm going to shoot off to the wonderful Malaysia. And then when I shoot off, of course, to Malaysia, I'm going to be able to get my visa there because it's much, much easier than getting it here in Thailand. Here in Thailand, basically, the process revolves around five, let's just put it this way, corrupted steps, okay? You have to get this check. You have to get this from the embassy. Then you have to go give some money to the Thai consul because without giving money to you can all you always have to give money to the Thai folks. Okay. And then you have to come back and then you have to go through a long process and go to the dog shit house is what I call it. This place is pure insanity. I haven't gone back there in about four years. It's one of the worst places in Thailand. Let's just put it that way. It's a place to get all your visa, all that confirmation garbage. So I told myself, I said, no, 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 no. I talked to the guy. I said, listen, I would like to get my visa in Malaysia because they know how to work out there. He said, okay. Guys, basically this revolved around this. She needs to shut up. She needs to shut up. She needs to shut up. No, I'm terrible. Anyways, I have to throw something at her. Anyways, um, I'm terrible. So uh, here we go. She's like a spoiler. I'm telling you, I'm in the real rich area right now. You guys didn't hear my last podcast yesterday. Only a couple of people. But, you know, this area, they have the riches, and they're actually the most dangerous, too. Because apparently these folks know Hitman. That's another story. I'm not even going to get into that. So, guys, come on. Let's get, let's get into this. Self-control. How can I begin to control the feelings that I'm, ha- you know, that I'm having again. And of course, there was a number of events, a number of events that ended up happening after that, that situation in the morning, I couldn't get a little moped taxi to come back out. I walked for about 15 or 20 minutes. 
I got into the minivan. I shot off all the way back. And I'm like, okay, Arsenio, don't even trip. What's the worst that could happen? I always break it down like that. What's the worst that could happen? Okay, so basically the worst thing that could happen is that I could get into a verbal altercation at the big dog shit house probably sometime next month. Okay, and when I get into that verbal altercation, it's going to revolve around, well, why didn't you come here before? I'm going to be like, oh, well, those motherfuckers over there told me to come to your motherfucking ass, and your motherfucking ass didn't even give me anything, so I had to go all the way back to those motherfuckers. And then they tried throwing some other two sheets of paper at my motherfucking ass, and I'm just, I'm just going to go straight Eddie Murphy on the ass. But, of course, that's never going to work. Sometimes you've got to match the ignorance with ignorance. You cannot be polite with these people. And I try stressing that to all a lot of people. Sometimes you have to match the intensity of someone else. And so here in Thailand, I can't just go around putting my hands together saying, Sawadee cup, 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 and bow. No, fuck you. I ain't doing a damn thing. I'm, try- I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to- that's not how the world works out here. That's not how this country works. You treat them how they treat you. That's it. Now, if someone greets me with a nice big smile and says, hello, just like what just happened at Starbucks uh, 20 minutes ago, he's like, hey, what's up, AJ? It was the guy behind the counter. He remembered my name. That's quality service. And you guys are like, well, I get that all the time. Well, not in Thailand. It don't happen here. Listen to me. You got to be able to control your feelings and break it down. Realize, okay, this situation just happened. Hey, you know what? I saved $70. I didn't have to give $70 to one of the worst things on the planet. Okay. Okay, what's another worst thing that happened? Well, guess what? I'm going to Vientiane again. And they got the best goddamn pancakes on the face of the planet. How about that? And they got some bomb-ass bread. And they got some good... Oh, my God. We're going to have a cow out there. You got to stay tuned for that. Um, And then I'm going to come back. And then everything's going to be all done. That's it. So if you say, okay, Arsenio, so what if something else happens when you try getting your visa when you go back to Malaysia? Well, I'm going to Malaysia in one month. They know how to do work out there. So I go to Malaysia at about 8 or 8.30 or 9.30 in the morning. I drop off all my documentation. He says, okay, see you tomorrow. And the moment he says, okay, see you tomorrow, more hey, nine times out of ten, probably like 99% chance when you come back, that visa will be inside of your passport, period. Now, if you go there without the proper documentation, they'll tell you right off the back before you give the money, and then you're pretty much fucked, okay? So this is how it works, all right? But in Malaysia, it's beautiful because I'm dealing with Malaysian people at the front counter. I'm not dealing with Thai people. The Thai people are in the back. And with the best part about, of course, my passport, I already have documentation of, of you know, and evidence of me actually going there two years ago to get the last visa that I, you know, that I was there for. So it's all gravy, so all I have to do, leave, come back, maybe get one or two documents if I want to. I don't really need it at this moment. And then go to Malaysia, go see my folks, go get a nice little workout in, see my content writer out there like around July 8th. Okay, leave on a Sunday night, drop off the documents in the morning, and then come back that following afternoon to collect my new visa, come back. And after that, two more things I have to do, but it's smooth sailing from there. It's easy from there. Because after I have that non-B, all I have to do is just get, the, of course, the work permit. And then after that, get the one-year visa, which is very, very easy after having the work permit and after having the non-B. It's smooth sailing. So the only problem that there probably could be is me changing my address and people asking questions. And then that's what I'm going to go straight match their ignorance. I'm going to match it. So, anyways, I've been looking at this word pioneering for so long. What the hell is this? Okay, so guys, 
What can you learn? What have you learned from this podcast? Of course, about my life, but what can you learn? See, the thing is we get caught up in our feelings almost immediately, and I see foreigners completely crumble under pressure like this. So as she was telling me, she's like, oh, you're going to have to go back to that condo. And the thing is, I don't live there anymore. All I was trying to get was a 30-day visa. If I had known this, I wouldn't have wasted three hours of my morning. I could have got a beautiful workout in in the afternoon. But no, it didn't work like that. And you know what? Hey, shit happens, right? So, of course, worst case scenario, okay, well, best case scenario, I'm never going back to that place. That's number one. Number two, sometime between now and the end of this month, I'm actually going to go all the way to the big shit house. I'm going to see if I can, if I have a free day. I ain't trying to throw no money away. That's for damn sure. Okay, I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to call it the dog shit house. Okay, excuse excuse my language. The language is on fire right now. Okay, but I'm just calling it how I see it. So you got to go all the way up to the super dog shit house. Okay, get all that done. But what I'm trying to convey to all my listeners out there, what's the next step? If you, when you get bad news, okay, then, you know what I mean? Like I was listening to a video and so many people, you know, there's a lot of motivational speakers saying, you know what? You're going to go through a lot of shit. A lot of shit's going to happen, but you have to keep on pushing, right? That's the most motivational speakers say. But the thing is you really have to break it down in Dale Carnegie mode. Like what's the worst that could happen? And what's the next steps? I don't want to hear about bitching. I want solutions. So right after that happened, okay, yeah, I went to my content writer. I was like, oh, nah, okay, okay, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Took about 10, 15 minutes. And then after that, I said, okay, Arsenio, what's next? I went straight on my MacBook in this broken-ass 1962 bus, and I started looking for flights. I said, okay, go to Malaysia, okay, Malaysia, okay, price is coming back. I'd have to stay in Singapore for 24 hours. I'm not trying to do that. What I'm going to do, I'm going to come back here and do so I broke it all down. I went home. I booked my flight. I booked my hotel. Next thing you know, I got a call from the director, which was the best call ever. And boom, everything just like that in the matter of two hours. It's, it's completely finished. All that worry, because you know a lot of people just worry themselves to death. I could have went home and just sat there and said, oh, my God, what am I going to do? No, I want action. Let's go. I mean, the, the, the whole point about this is that if you're going to sit there and complain, I want action after. If you want to complain while you're doing, you know, doing everything in terms of hurrying up and solving the problem, okay. But the thing is, maintaining self-control is crucial. Now, I could have been in that office talking shit, okay, because these women were literally eating at the desk, Okay, they were on their phone. I mean, I've seen it all. But the thing is, I can't change that. How am I going to change that? That shit ain't going to work. It ain't none of my business. And I'm never going to see them again. Goodbye. All the best. <laughs> you know, you know, continue collecting your corrupted money. Good job. I mean, what else do you want me to do? You're angry. I'm happy. I win already. I'm the winner. I'm the winner in that entire goddamn office. So now, okay, Arsenio leave, come back and... Hey, the next time I leave, I'm going to the gorgeous Malaysia. As always, I'm going to stay in one of my favorite hotels in a bar that's 25 floors up in the sky. Be able to visit my content uh, content writer, get a podcast and a workout in with my boy over there uh, in Malaysia at Sha'alam, Sha- something like that. I forgot, forgot the name. Sha'alam, something like that. Yeah, anyways. And then I come back and the visa's all finished. And next thing you know, this very day that everything happened in the morning... It's all gone. It's finished. It's never going to happen again. So, guys, you really got to take it. If you're going to complain, especially you sound like I was complaining, but at the same token, 
I took action immediately. I want immediate action. If you're going to bitch, I want action. And so I bitched for about five minutes, and I said, okay, well, I'm not going to stop bitching because it's not going to do anything. It's just going to make me even more angry and attract angry people into my life, which it did. And about, I think the next three people I ran into, they really made me angry. And I'm like, okay, Arsenio, that happened because of the morning, because you were angry. You were emanating all those negative feelings. That's why you attracted those people. I hurry up, I acknowledge it, and I switch myself off that frequency. That's what you got to do. I mean, I can't stress it enough. I really can't. But at the same time, it's like, I laugh about it. Because, you know, I'm looking over here. I'm sitting in a taxi going to my next location and, you know do my little teaching I'm like okay and I'm you know just looking around and stuff like that and I'm like at this given moment about four years ago I would say man I hate Thailand what am I trying to stay here when these people are trying to kick me out it does not matter about what the people are you go after for what it is yours in the universe that's what you have to do maintain focus don't worry about people who have already died you can't kick a dead dog that whole area is all dead dogish Hell, I saw a dead rat. You know, it was crazy. I saw one. Just right, right there, laying on the side of the road. The thing was about, thing was about at least three feet. I couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. So, anyways, I mean, at the end of the day, what we have to do is always fit, have that self-control. There are going to be vile nasty human beings out there. Hell, I'm around them right now being in this place. There's a bunch of rich people. You know? I know, y'all tripping them up. Trust me, I'm going to give you another story later. But anyways, at that same token, you always have to say, listen, I'm not going to let these three people ruin my day. They're going to say this. They're going to say, oh, man, I can't. Or this, this, this. It's typical of them. I can't change them. And at the same time, man, I realize I'm never going to go back there for as long as I live. So I win. I win already. They're already dead. They died at like 16 and they were just waiting to be buried. You can't kick dead dogs. Don't bitch over that stuff. Don't go back to work and say, oh, well, those people, they're so horrible. Well, what are you going to do about it? I want results. So this is how you handle situations. I love talking about self-control so much because, again, I mean, I used to have really, really bad self-control and I would just complain about the world and be so angry and always put my hands on my head wondering what the hell am I going to do next over some of the dumbest, meaningless situations on the planet. This is what you do. When you start to control your mind and you know how you feel and the feelings that you're emanating and everything, you're going to be good. So will I talk about this ever again? No. This is the last time I'm talking about this because I don't have to talk about it anymore. So with that being said, guys, I hope you actually learned something from this podcast and stay tuned for a hell of a lot more. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.